0: Hello, welcome to the Home with a Twist podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Austin Weeks. Growing up, pulling on my mother's apron strings, I learned to prepare fabulous food, entertain guests with style, and design a traditional home with a retro twist. I am the founder and editor-in-chief of the Home with a Twist blog, where I share my passion for finding joy in every day. Grab your coffee or iced tea and let's dive in to this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in to the first episode of the Home with a Twist podcast. I have been wanting to launch a podcast for some time now as a way to convey my ideas and thoughts and topics that are maybe too hard to write about and better said out loud. And plus, I'm a big follower of podcasts. I love to listen to them in the morning. So with the help of my friend and co-worker, Rob, here we are. So thank you for joining me today. For those of you who have followed my blog, Home with a Twist, thank you. You all have been um, wonderful supporters of mine, and I really, really appreciate it. And for my new friends out there just tuning in, I thought we'd start um, with a little bit about me. I am the youngest of four children. My sisters and brothers were 15, 12, and 11 when I was born, so I'm the baby of the family. And being the baby of the family is the best ever. But um, being such a big gap in age, I think I possess a blend of oldest and youngest qualities. I tend to be a perfectionist about certain things, and I also love to be the center of attention. I will not mind telling you that. I have great memories growing up with family dinners and my mother hosting parties, and it seems like there was always someone in the house stopping by for a visit. I grew up in a two-story colonial home that my parents purchased and remodeled before I was born. It was white with black shutters and it sat way back from the street. Um, The actual street address was 4617 Meadowbrook Drive. At the front of the property, my parents planted three trees, one for each child and when I came along several years later, the tree for me was planted a little closer to the house. I always thought that was such a sweet gesture, even as a child, to enjoy for a lifetime. I have memories of pedaling my tricycle up and down the sidewalk for hours. Mother always decorated the house for holidays and seasons, especially the front porch. She always had pots filled with beautiful flowers to greet guests. And she let me have a little section of her flower bed every season to plant. As my siblings grew and moved away to start their own lives, it was just me and mother and daddy in a big house. And mother knew that it was time for us to downsize and move. And so midway through my high school years, my parents sold their home in a record three days because the house that mother helped to create um, had quite a reputation for being a beautiful place to live, not only on the inside, but to see from the outside. And we moved to a smaller home, and I know, looking back now as a grown-up myself, that it was probably really hard for mother to leave a home that she had loved just as much as her children Fast forward, I'm married to my husband, whom I refer to on my blog as Mr. B, and we have a daughter that we call Miss B. And as you get to know me, I will share the story of how they got their names. I have enjoyed creating a home for my family um, that has been inspired by my mother's touch, but with a modern spin. My parents and one of my brothers are no longer with us, and as we get to know each other, I will share my journeys of joy and loss with you. And it's always been my hope that when I chat with you or write a blog post, I will leave you inspired to celebrate every day. So that's about me. If you want to know more about my story, I would love for you to go to my blog, Home with a Twist, and click on the About Me section and you can read a little bit more about my story. Okay, so when I met with girlfriends a few weeks ago, I asked them what would be some things that you might like to hear about when you listen to a blog post. And we came up with a really cute idea that I'll do every once in a while on the blog called the Twist List, which is a few things that I think are ridiculously awesome. And the first one we're going to start with is 19 Crimes Wine. Um, One evening, Recently my husband and I were really wanting a glass of wine and we found this bottle of wine on our wine bar and neither one of us could recall where it came from. I'm thinking it probably was gifted to us by someone that came to the house for a dinner party as a hostess gift. So the specific blend that we opened was called Uprising Red and it's from 19 Crimes Wine which is the number 19crimeswine.com. And it was really smooth and the perfect way that I love to drink my wine. It was very smooth to drink. Um, It blended well with our lasagna. And I think the reason that it went down so smooth is because their niche is that they age their wine in rum barrels rather than oak. And I always find that when a, a wine is really oaky, For me, it's bitter, um, it has an aftertaste, and so I thought the combination of the rum barrel, um, the way they ferment it, was just fabulous. So I did a little search of the company, and their marketing is so clever, and I wanted to read it to you because I think it's just, um, I love to learn new things, and I just thought this was so clever. So it's entitled, The Crimes. Nineteen crimes turned criminals into colonists. Upon conviction, British rogues, guilty of at least one of the 19 crimes, were sentenced to live in Australia, rather than death. This punishment, by transportation, began in 1783, and many of the lawless died at sea. For the rough-hewn prisoners who made it to shore, a new world awaited. As prisoners, as pioneers in a frontier penal colony, they forged a new country and new lives, brick by brick. The, this wine celebrates the rules they broke and the culture they built. And I wanted to read to you the 18 crimes, or the 19 crimes, that, and I, I guess they're in ranking order, like number one would be the most severe all the way down to 19. Uh, number one was grand larceny, theft above the value of one shilling. Uh, Shillings don't exist now, it's the former British coin, but it was equal to 1 20th of a pound. Um, So back then the value, if you were to equate it now, would probably be equal to what they would have paid for a sheep or a cow. So obviously that was pretty significant. Number two crime was petty larceny, theft under one shilling. The third crime was buying or receiving stolen goods, jewels, and plate. Number four, stealing lead, iron or copper or buying or receiving stolen goods. Number five, impersonating an Egyptian. If anybody's out there and might know what that would why an Egyptian, please email me at homewithatwist@gmail.com, at gmail.com and I would love to know that. The sixth crime was stealing from furnished lodgings. Number seven setting fire to Underwood. Number eight, stealing letters, advancing the postage, and secreting the money. So obviously, um, postal crimes existed back then, as they do now. Number nine, assault with an intent to rob. Number ten, stealing fish from a pond or river. Interesting. Number eleven, stealing roots, trees, or plants, or destroying them. Number twelve, bigamy. Number thirteen, assaulting, cutting or burning clothes. Okay. Number fourteen, counterfeiting the copper coin. Number fifteen. Clandestine marriage. Number sixteen, stealing a shroud out of a grave. Number seven, watermen carrying too many passengers from the Thames, if any drowned. And number 18, incorrigible rogues who broke out of prison and persons reprieved from capital punishment. And number 19, imbuing naval stores in certain cases. So I googled what a naval store is, and it is products derived from pine sap manufacturing products like soap and building materials. So apparently that was a pretty big deal if you stole um, from the naval stores. So the specific wine that we drank as I said was the Red Uprising. And each of the bottles has a very interesting label on it. It's the picture of the criminal. One of them has a picture of a lady on it. So I think that might be kind of a fun bottle to purchase for a ladies night out or if you're having some ladies over to the house. Um, This one is a new-aged wine for 30 days in rum barrels, and it pays homage to Australia's Rum Rebellion of 1808. Due to the government's hindering of the rum trade, citizens and soldiers banded together to overthrow them. We aged a portion of this wine in rum barrels, lending a warm brown sugar finish to this dark, jammy wine. And I say that's a pretty good description of exactly how it tasted. So that's the, the first thing on my twist list. The second thing is um, when we went recently to Waco with my girlfriends to Reese Witherspoon's launch of her new book, Whiskey in a Teacup, which was is a fabulous book, by the way. It would make a perfect um, hostess gift, a Christmas gift. Go ahead and pick up a copy now. It's actually on the Amazon bestseller list, and I think it, it might be on the New York Times. I'm not sure. I posted on my blog the recipe for applesauce cake that I got from Reese's book. So if you go to homewithatwist.com and put in the search field applesauce cake, you'll be able to see the pictures and the recipe for the cake. I love to visit Chip and Joanna Gaines' store in Magnolia Market to see how Joanna has merchandised the store for the seasons. She always does really clever and unique merchandising and displays. And as soon as I walked in, I quickly snapped up The fall scented candle. On a fun side note as I came back from checking out at the register I saw a young man who works in the store and his name is Felipe and he was adjusting the candles on the display and making sure that all the labels showed outward and not a single candle was missing from the display. He proudly said that it was his job that evening to make sure that all the displays were in pristine condition. So if you know or see Felipe at the Magnolia Market, be sure to share with him what an outstanding job he did commandeering the candle department. So back to the candle. It smells like vanilla and spice and pumpkin, and they actually refer to it as a pumpkin chai scent but it's not intense. I have a coworker that is pretty sensitive to scents and I like to burn candles on my desk at work and she gave it a thumbs up. So I think it's it's a pretty good scent. It's not really overpowering. It's got a lead-free wooden wick that makes a little subtle fireplace crackling sound. And the smaller size is $28, and what I like about it is that the $28 is a really good value for the quali- the high quality of the candle. It burns really clean, and it burns all the way to the bottom of the jar. Okay, so you've got 19 Crimes Wine, you've got the Magnolia Home Fall Candle, and finally, I my uh, thing that made the twist list this week is I was listening to the radio, and a fun fact that I did not know, and you... Listeners of the Home with a Twist podcast, if you didn't know this, Woody from Toy Story has a last name. His full name is Woody Pride. Tom Hanks, who you know is the voice behind Woody, and also happens to be one of my favorite actors. I've seen most every movie that Tom Hanks has been in. Had this to say about Woody. He's a passionate guy who throws himself into every action. And as soon as Woody has an instinctive thought like, I have to help them out, or I have to run away, he does it with 100% commitment. And you got to love that, that about anybody. And what's great is that I get credit for the way the character and the humor come off. I have kids that are now in college that come up to me and say, when you told that neighbor kid Sid to play nice, that really meant a lot to me. So that was from Tom Hanks. Okay, next we're gonna move to the segment called Mail Call. I got a message on Facebook from one of my followers who I met recently, um, Jennifer E., at a, I think we met at the Succulent Sunday Sips and Succulents that I did, hosted at my house, because I love for women to gather and learn a new skill. And Jennifer's question was this. I have a friend's daughter who is struggling with being away at college. I thought you and your daughter may be able to give me some ideas on what I could send in a morale-boosting care package. Since y'all are in the thick of the same experience, can you share cute, creative ideas from the two of you? Thank you, Jennifer. I appreciate your trust in me. I, first thing I wanted to say right off the top of my bat the bat that I use all the time with Miss B is I found this free app called TouchNote t-o-u-c-h-n-o-t-e the app is free you do have to pay for the products but the only thing I've purchased so far which I think is comparable to a greeting card you would find at the grocery store is $2.99 $2.99 for a custom postcard and when you load the app onto your phone it, it accesses your photos and allows you to save addresses add captions and a personal note to the back of the postcard And they are mailed and received within about three to five days. So, for example, the one I sent recently to Miss B, she seems to be missing the pets more than she's missing her mom and dad. And that's okay, because she's always asking, How are Hazel? And we have three cats. Trevor, who, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see Trevor quite a bit. He is um, very distinguished. He's only a little less, a little older than a year old, but he has quite amassed quite the collection of bow ties for all the seasons and the holidays and I feature him quite a bit on Instagram so you can follow me on Instagram at home with the twist so I took a picture and but she would said you're sending me all these pictures from the cats but I don't know what's going on with Hazel so I took the really cute picture of Hazel one day and you upload it on it's so easy you upload it to the software on your app on your phone it allows you to put a caption under the picture, and then it flips over, and you can write a personal message, and then you can save whoever you send your postcards to the address. They mail it. It gets, arrives in about three to five days, and it's printed on some uh, really nice heavy cardstock. So that would be the first one I would suggest that you um, try, Jennifer. Or for any, any mom out there who has a, a student away at college, or anybody. I just sent one of my best friends for her birthday um, a picture of the three of us at Magnolia Market. So anytime you get a great picture and you want to share it with somebody, do it through TouchNote. The second suggestion I have is encouraging notes. If you want to go to my blog and put in college drop-off in the search, you'll find a pretty funny and endearing story of an hour-by-hour recount of our drop-off day at college when we dropped her off um, at TCU this past fall. And I wrote a letter, and the copy of the letter, I posted it on my um, blog so that you could see it and I sealed it and left it on our bed. And I know it meant a lot to her because she actually told me, thanks mama for the letter you gave me. And when your teenager tells you thank you for something, you know it really meant a lot. Personal notes always seem to arrive at just the right time. And I can't say enough, just get out a piece of paper, a card. Trader Joe's has the best cards, they're 99 cents. Maybe sit down one Sunday afternoon and write out six of them, put stamps on them, and then just mail one once a week. Your students want to hear from you. Something I found on Pinterest, if you just go to Pinterest and put in care packages, you can come up with tons of ideas. So for care packages, I enlisted the help of my teen, Miss B, because I know she loves to get packages, we signed up for a college care package series that TCU offers, and she receives them at specific times during the semester. And it makes it easy on me because they pack it with everything, they ship it, it goes straight to her dorm, and then I don't have to do the shopping or the mailing. But on a site I found called I Heart Arts Crafts. It's kind of hard to say and, but it's n. So it's I Heart Art the letter N, crafts.com. She has a post for 10 awesome ideas for college care packages. And I'll just kind of run through these a little bit. Mom's remedies. So that would have things like cough, cold, and allergy medicine, band-aids, throat lozenges, a heating pad, ice pack, ointments, pain relievers, Kleenex, and chapstick. A fall care package, which would I would totally be on board for this. It's pumpkin Cheerios, apple cider mix, and hot cocoa mix candy corn and a starbucks gift card for of course a pumpkin spice latte and then i asked miss b what she would like most if she were to get the ultimate box of stuff that's what she calls it and in this order she said she would want chapstick a notebook or journal she's really gotten into bullet journaling lately colorful pens lipstick a chick-fil-a gift card because our campus has a chick-fil-a so Wherever your student is, you might want to find out what fast food restaurant they have either on or near campus and stick a gift card in there. Snacks of all kinds. Fuzzy aloe socks. We usually give those to her every year in her Christmas stocking, and she loves them. They're especially good for putting on lotion on your feet and then putting the fuzzy socks on. Makeup wipes, a face mask, nail polish, and adult coloring book. She said a spa night would be fun to receive filled with body wash, lotion, foot and hand lotion, a nail polish and face mask. And I know a lot of these things can be found in the travel section of Target and Walmart. Just so they have just a little something. It doesn't have to be a full size and you don't have to break the bank either. I personally am not a big fan of dollar store toiletries because I don't know where they were made and I want something that, actually is probably a little bit better quality than what you can find at the dollar store, but you do what you think is best for your budget. You can still make something that's really cute. Of course homemade goodies. In our city we have Tiff's Treats and then a new cookie place has come into town called Insomnia Cookies. Both places you order online and then they deliver hot delicious cookies and you can get them in any um, flavors or Amounts in terms of a dozen, two dozen, you can even get bottles of cold milk. Students love those. They can share them with their remates and hallmates, sweetmates. And you can also make homemade cookies or bars and send them in the mail the old-timey way. Um, most dorms have communal kitchens, so you could send boxed mixes that all, all they require is maybe um, water and. You know, most dorms have small areas of kitchen supplies, so they could make up their own. Or you could even package it in a cute little pan with just the amount of the right amount of oil, and then they could go to the grocery store and buy the eggs that you'd need to put in it. Um, there's another idea that I saw, and I pinned it. If you are on Pinterest and you want to follow me, my Pinterest is at home with a twist, and I have a gift ideas board and this box is called Sending You a Box of Sunshine and it's full of yellow packaging. So for example, Mr. Good Bars, Peanut M&Ms, Burt's Bees, Lay's Potato Chips, Juicy Fruit Gum, Lemonheads, and then fun supplies and toys that are yellow. And everything's packaged in the box with a tag that says Sending You a Box of Sunshine to brighten your day. So I think those are all really cute ideas. I hope those help, Jennifer, and be sure to check back with me and let me know how um, the student's doing that you helped to brighten her day. I think that's great. And, and one of the things I told Jennifer is that college students in particular, it's so great when they know that they're loved and especially if they're loved by people other than their parents and their family members. That's, that's a really sweet gesture. So that's all we have time for today. I um, hope that you had a good time spending with me. And if you want links to the resources I've mentioned today, if you'll visit my blog at Home with a Twist and in the search field put in podcast episode one, I'll have all the show notes and links to the resources I shared today. I would love it if you would subscribe to my podcast on SoundCloud and leave a review so new listeners can find me. And I welcome ideas for future podcast features. So just email me at homewithatwist at gmail.com. So that's a wrap for this week's chat. I want to thank my sponsor, Jabo's Ace Hardware. Locally owned and operated, Jabo's strives to be the most helpful hardware store in our community. Shop any of their three locations in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. And I'd love for you to visit my blog, homewithatwist.com for today's show notes and recent posts. Follow me on social media at Home With a Twist. Thanks for listening and remember to celebrate every day.